Tonight on Alpha's Back in Platform, James Sheaves. Kids, gambling is great. Katya, Zenina. I live in the dystopian present. Gobble Master. We have this little uh, scandal about horse meat and the lasagna. And me, Byron Hussey. Yeah, why don't, why don't you tell us what kind of fabric you think it is? Alright, let's uh, do the thing. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 23 of Alpha's Beck and Podform, the internet's uh, preeminent um, Alpha podcast, probably. Uh, my name is Byron Hussey, I'm joined today by Katya Zenina. Hello. And James Cheese. Yo, what's up? Might have Gumba at some point, I don't know. He's, he's around, maybe. Got a dog in me here. He might um, be making a ham sandwich. Why, do you, why is it, <laughs> what, what, what are you implying? The, the man likes his ham sandwiches, doesn't he? Yeah. So, this is the 23rd episode of ALF. It's called The Gambler, released... April 6th, 1987, and we're really getting close to the uh, season one finale. Mm, it's going to be something. Um, yeah. Yeah, Alf will have to face off against the Bolivian army. Yeah. Maybe they'll incorporate the Iran-Contra scandal into it somehow. Yeah, that, that would be only logical. Yeah. Um, the title of the episode comes from The Gambler, which is a song written by Don Schlitz, but <laughs> made famous by country singer Mark Kenny Wahlberg. Rogers. No, Kenny Rogers. I'm, no, I'm pretty sure it was Mark Wahlberg, Marky Mark. Like, and the Funky Bunch? Yeah. No, just so, him. Buddy. I don't think so. This is just him. <laughs> like an acapella? Uh, yeah. Katya, is this he true? He has a beautiful voice. Sorry? Is this true? Is James lying? Isn't he always? Yes. Like, I wouldn't expect him to say any truthful things. That's not <laughs> why we're friends. Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a dirty liar. I don't know why I, I added the dirty part. <laughs> by the way, this episode was directed by Gary Shimokawa. Mm-hmm. Written by Tad Mumford and Laurie Gilman. Do these names mean anything? No. Oh. They're just the people that did it. So this is like a, a historical record of the ALF show, as it always has been. So it's important to capture these kind of, these kinds of details. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, thanks for making the show, guys. Yeah. Thanks, thanks, Gare, Tad, and Laurie. Um. So should we just dive in? Do you guys have any any uh, anything yeah. to say at the top here? 
I mean, uh, like, obviously, this is, uh, uh, we learn a lesson in this episode, and the lesson that we learn is that gambling is cool and fun. Right. Yes. Cool and fun. Do you guys so, gamble yeah. ever? Um, with, uh, only with my life. <laughs> <laughs> Lies un- again. Unsafe choices. Yeah. I, like, I never wear a condom when I'm skydiving. <laughs> just, just wouldn't have to. No. There's just no reason to. Uh, Katya, yeah, have you ever gambled? No, I would like to, to go, like, to Las Vegas, maybe. But I don't yeah. have, like, not to have much money. We'd just have, like, su- a sum of money to that I'm willing to lose, I guess. Is... It doesn't work out. Is gambling illegal in Russia? Um, like, do you have casinos? I think, I think there are some zones where it is legal, but and uh, it's supposed to be illegal in in cities. Or so I'm not sure it 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 works. That law works as it should. Yeah, there are lots of places where you can place bets. It sounds like probably most Russian laws. <laughs> yeah. I, I also like how you kind of casually mention zones and makes it sound like you live in a, a dystopian future. <laughs> no gambling in, in the Omega Zone. <laughs> I, I live in the dystopian present, as always. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, that's probably going to be your line at the top of the show. If I can isolate, maybe just say it one more time. <laughs> I live in the dystopian present. Okay. Let's see which is one of is better. <laughs> like the like the, uh, the guy that does the trailers. The you mean the dead guy? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, so um, episode opens. Uh, it's a really intimate scene between Willie and Kate. And Kate wants to sell a ship in the bottle. Mm-hmm. They're having a garage sale. Yeah, the tanners are. She's w- willing to part with Willie's belongings. Yeah. <laughs> for Kate's him. really gung ho about selling a lot of stuff at the garage yeah. sale. So mm-hmm. Willie does not want to part with his Nina. No. Is it, is it fair to expect Willie to give up? this ship in the bottle for the uh, pittance they'll get for it. Um, it's cruel. It, I mean, it, it would depend on what Kate was selling, I guess. Right. I still think it's not her decision. No, it's, it's not, not hers. Her yeah. Thing. It's also not clear in the episode ultimately why they're having this garage sale. Because mm-hmm. just... I guess the um, the question would also be uh, like uh, what Willie's motivation is for resisting the sale. Like, does he genuinely have an attachment to this item, or is he just kind of being a hoarder? And and by way of example, um, I've, I've got a little model of the Starship Enterprise, mm-hmm. and I have that on a shelf, and I have an attachment to that, and I wouldn't want to get rid of it. I also have the like cardboard box that it came in and mm-hmm. it's just 
sitting somewhere separately. And I also wouldn't get rid of that, but not for any good reason. Right. Well, what if you need to like uh, move at some point? You need to pack pack it up in mm. something. I well, I guess that's uh, the reason I can wheel out. Yeah. But the thing is, I mean, I think I can see it from both sides. Maybe maybe Willie should be willing to part with the ship in the bottle, but there doesn't seem to be any good reason to sell it either. Hmm. I think there are just two items he doesn't want to part with. Is that his hockey stick and this ship in a bottle. He doesn't mind selling anything else. Yeah. He's not like desperately trying to bring everything back into the garage. Yeah, therefore, <laughs> maybe he we can just slide him a, a break here and he can keep the mm. Nina and the hockey stick. Yeah, good compromise. Yeah. I would say um, I'm not certain what whether Kate is giving anything up, but there's a lot of really tacky shit at the garage sale later. There's probably mostly <laughs> Kate's, so. And she's just the one that's not making a deal about it. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Alf interrupts and. It has been looking over the Tanner's finances. And he notices um, an $11,000 balloon payment. Yeah. Which, I don't know what that is. So, the, I can explain the whole it to you. joke about it just kind of, you know, did, didn't really, didn't really land for me it was a very like 80s joke for the parents uh-huh. a, a balloon payment is a a large payment made at the end of a mortgage in lieu of amortization a so amateur, am excuse me amortization so right. basically, if you amortize the loan, you're spreading the interest payments out in even chunks across the, uh, oh, the, I see. the loan. So, yeah. so, so you're, you're uh, getting rid of more of it at the end. Yeah, so a balloon payment would reduce the size of the individual payments, but would lead to the need for a large payment at the end. <coughs> mm -hmm. so and would, they did you'd, pay you'd for interest, it. wouldn't you? Sorry? You'd save on interest, wouldn't you? If you uh, do it that way. Yeah. Or... I mean... Probably. I would have to get my calculator out. and. <laughs> <laughs> so um, why is this specifically 80s? Is this not something that people do when financing their mortgages anymore? I feel like it's done less now. I feel like most uh -huh. of the time... I mean, it's an option. I think it's like, it's just like, uh, I mean, I, I, I sort of just meant like 80s as in this is like the kind of joke like um, Alex P. Keaton would make, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, just dry finance humor. So what isn't clear to me is and I think this this episode's pretty confusing in terms of like the 
the timing of these these payments and what's due when because it's it sounds like this payment was already made based on mm. Elf seeing it on this financial statement. Mm. It was it was paid already, yeah. But he seems to think it's going to be due in like a week. Yeah, and he just he was confused about the whole thing somehow. But was he looking through their budget rather than their statement or something or I don't know, but it turned out that they had set aside the money for it. So that doesn't necessarily imply to me that it wasn't due, but just that they had the money set aside for it. Mm. Which is fine. Yeah. Okay, so Alf thinks they owe $11,000 that they don't have, so he's worried about their finances, and he thinks that's why they're having the garage sale, but that's not why they're having the garage sale, and we don't know why they're having the garage sale. I guess they're just having it. I think it was mentioned. Yeah, it was mentioned they need more space in the garage. Yeah, that's right. Okay. So, um, the Tanners took out a mortgage seven years ago, and by the way, eleven thousand dollars in twenty sixteen is twenty three thousand dollars. Wow. Just, That's a lot of money. Don't... Yeah. Big wad. Big wad of cash. That's not the whole house, though, is it? No. I mean, it isn't clear what the mortgage, what the amount of the mortgage was, since we only know the bloom, the bloom payment. Right. And why would um why would they have taken out the mortgage seven years ago if Lynn is like clearly you know double that? Well, they must have taken it out to pay for Brian. Mm-hmm. He must be a test tube baby. Right. Uh, well, uh, I guess is is this around the time that they started doing that? I don't know. <laughs> How old Elf. is Brian? He's it's probably about seven. Clear. Yeah. Does he go to school? Does he go to... No. <laughs> no. What does he even do? It's, it's he, he's, weird. Uh, he's just it's a slave. There. <laughs> Alf thinks that the garage sale means that they're going to sell the garage. It's pretty funny, right? <laughs> what a humorous misunderstanding. Um, Willie is very patient about explaining things to Alf, which I liked. Yeah. He was mad. That was the um like the the cliffhanger after the credits was that Alf didn't understand these things. And then mm-hmm. when we came back from the credits from the intro, um Willie had been exhaustively explaining to Alf what a balloon payment is and what a garage sale is. And then Alf, uh, well, said, got it. And uh, could you explain secular humanism again? Yeah. That was really funny, too. Byron, could you explain secular humanism to us? Um, 
just kind of type something unrelated in to Google while I remember what I already knew about secular It's like humanism. secular alienism, but it's centered on humans rather than creatures not of the planet Earth, yeah. non-terrestrial beings. Se secular humanism has its own um, like symbol. It's a the it's the happy human. It, what? Like a smiley face? No, it's like a, like a shape of a human raising its arms into the sky. Oh, it's nice. also an H, sort of, I guess. Oh, right. So, sure. Uh, secular humanism is the philosophy of life, or no, sorry, the, the philosophy or life stance. Oh, what the fuck? This is really hard to read. Wow. Are you um, do you have many life stances? I maybe. I've got a few, but I don't think I've used them in a while. The it's a life stance. There's like a parenthetical, like a really long parenthetical, like three words into this stupid article. Embraces human reason, ethics, social social justice, and philosophical naturalism. Well, specifically rejecting religious dogma, supernaturalism, pseudoscience, superstition, basis of morality, and decision making. So it's a very erudite uh, joke that Paul Fusco injected, or maybe mm -hmm. um, maybe it was uh, Tad Mumford and Laurie Gilman. Well, do, you guys, do you guys want to keep talking about secular humanism? Hey, I can I can talk all night about that if you like. Let's now let's move on from it. It's boring. <laughs> so talk about gambling instead. Alf asks the Tanners if they're on the skids. So Willie um really really exhaustively explained balloon payments to Alf, but never mentioned that they had already. <laughs> allocating the funds for theirs. Nice one, Willie. That really would have saved a lot of uh, stress. We wouldn't even have had to had this episode. You know, we could have just skipped it. Yeah, you could have skipped it. Go to the next one. We never would have met. Um, give me the fish. The fish. That would be sad. I'm glad we we did meet him. Yeah, he is. He's a cool customer. So, All right. So what happens? Um, Kate's mother visits them. Mm -hmm. First scent. Yeah, she's back for some reason. Well, wait. She you needs the... to watch TV. There's oh, an important yeah, thing that happens before that. Because this before Dorothy comes in, both Lynn and mm. Brian run into the room, inconsolable that Kate is forcing them to sell their precious childhood uh, plush toys. Yeah. Muffy Bear and Scooter. That doesn't go anywhere, and I guess they sell them or throw them away in the end. <laughs> it just seems really Wait. cruel. <laughs> and why would? Just, that, we just uh, the... we learn we learn a little bit more about Kate in this episode, I guess, that she doesn't care where her family thinks yeah. or feels. She, she, she just lacks emotions. She's not sentimental, you know. Maybe it's a good thing. Toughens people up. Maybe she... Um, maybe she's a secular humanist. 
<laughs> they are known for being a prickly bunch, aren't they? It doesn't believe in emotional attachment to things. Yeah. That doesn't matter. Maybe um stuffed toys are pseudoscientific anyway. They they accumulate a lot of germs, I imagine. Mm. With all like the mucus being nice. kind of, like absorbed into them. Brian mucus. Yeah. It's inevitable. And urine. Danger. <laughs> I, I don't know about matter. you. I, I, I never uh you know, gone to the gone to the toilet on my uh There's urine everywhere, buddy. Toys. It well. just gets it gets places. It's around. <laughs> Gee, that's it's fun to think about. There's urine all I over you right now. I can understand Kate here now. Yeah. So that's a good decision she made there. Right, she needs to sell also, all the things. Also, set, set the whole house on fire. Yeah, bring it to the Fine. ground. Bring it to the ground. Lock everybody in. <laughs> so Dorothy, Dorothy comes in, and so I know it's strange that she has to watch this horse race here, but I think... The writers covered that because she was actually bringing over some stuff for the garage sale, and what just happened to also have a uh, horse Two race. Two black bags. Oh, well, she was also. Know, I didn't say that. She was also going to help run the garage sale. Uh huh. So I think they but were they were covered. Apparently, she didn't help sufficiently enough to, uh, you know, prevent all the price tags being altered. But we'll get to that. I think um, he used alien powers for that. Ooh. <laughs> like, you think he's maybe got, like, some smart paper or something? Um, I don't know. I don't know what that is. Like, paper that can, like, change on its own. That's something you made up. No, that's a thing. A thing? In, like, yeah. Maybe in, like, Star Trek. I don't think they have it in Star Trek. They don't have paper, that's right. Yeah. That's, yeah it is I think kind of like, like a... the idea with smart paper is, is it's something that I don't think will ever happen, but the idea with it is that we'd kind of go like back to paper from digital media because it'd be smart paper and you'd be able to like play videos on it and yeah. load things up on it. But why wouldn't you just do that on your iPad? I don't know. Paper is... is... Like if paper hadn't already been invented, it's I don't think it would be. It's like an insane idea. Like, let's take a tree, mm-hmm. grind it up, mm-hmm. spread it out in water, and and write on the result. Like, dry you've sold it. me so far. It's insane. It's an insane idea. What What's your uh, proposition? The alternative. Skins. <laughs> it was used. I'm. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> we just, we'll just mass breed animals and skin them and write on it. Like, hmm. We need a lot. It's gonna be a bloodbath. Um, Great. You have dinner afterwards. <laughs> maybe. Uh, I don't know. Stone tab. Stone tablets. It's almost like. Uh, history actually went through this process of of trial and error and, and came up with pe- paper. 
smoke signals. Like compressed dust. How about that? We abandon the written word. We just go back to the the oral tradition, which is a good movie, by the way. The oral tradition? Triple X rated. (laughs) Move on. (laughs) Um, So Dorothy has a bet on a horse. Does anybody remember what the horse's name was? Smoothest Butter? Uh, Smoothest Butter, yeah. Good. Wow, you guys are really paying attention. <laughs> Professionals here. I mean, I guess it's not difficult since she does yell, Smoothest Butter, Smoothest Butter, in a really awkward, you know, actor way. Yeah. At some point, she speculates how long it would take to pull the hair out of Alf's body. And Alf has an answer. He seems to have, yeah, first-hand experience. Yeah, what was the answer again? I didn't write it down. Two hours. <laughs> so if you ever want to write something on Alf's skin, you can get to it in two hours. Well, I can get to the skin, but then the actual skinning process would take a while. Too. Maybe you don't have to skin him. Fight. Just write on him and send him like a messenger. Yeah. He would have to be dead, right? You can bribe him, probably. No, you'll kill him and ride him on the body and put his corpse in a box and all that. <laughs> um, you all seeing the Facebook conversation right now? Um, no. Gumber is, uh, he's been sitting there waiting for us to start. Well, um, I tried to call him. I tried to call him. He didn't mm. answer. All right, I'll dial mm. him in. Did it work? Uh, no. I see um, his Homestuck picture thing. Yep. Is it Jane? That's, uh, that's in fact Henrietta. Oh. What? That was uh, yep. Jane. What? Henrietta Smithy, hmm. famous Homestuck character. <laughs> that must be some dif- different webcomic I was reading. <laughs> yeah, you know, Homestuck. Di- it's the di- one. Dinosaur comics, maybe, instead of Homestuck. I, maybe, I don't know. Hmm. It's the one where they have a balloon payment. <laughs> on home, yeah. they're stuck in. Yeah. Is anybody else able to add him to this call? Because I, right. I'll, uh, I seem I'll to be unable shot. to do it. So this is Plus. ruining it. This is this is completely ruined. Because you know this is like I'm not going to get around to cutting this part out. This is part of the record now. This is part of the show, and everybody's tuning out, and it's all gone. Everybody's fault. tuning in. This is when they're tuning in. Yep. They somehow okay, knew. They clicked on, on SoundCloud at the 32-minute mark. and <laughs> They knew. They knew the show was going to start to get really this good here. Comes in. We're going like, there's going to be this whole conversation about Gumba missing from Skype. Is Gumba here? Gumba? Yes, I'm here. Welcome. Yay. I, I did try yeah. adding you multiple times. Do you guys think we should just do this like live? So it's more fun for people. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I, I would. 
Maybe we should do that, like on uh, YouTube. That you can do that. Yeah. We could try it. Maybe next time we'll try to do it on YouTube. It just adds one more um, thing that I have to do. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> We're unloading all the work on you, Baron. So, Gumba, um, show. W did you watch this episode? Yes. Like, in the last five years? No. Alright. Um, I don't know what it's about. It's the gambler. It's about Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, if I'm not mistaken, um, uh, the plot is uh, there's a garage sale and Alf has depth with a bookie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And somehow the whole situation get re gets resolved. Well, let's not spoil the ending. We're not. Spoilers. We're not. <laughs> not there yet. Okay. So, Gumba, I just I asked the other two. I just wanted to see if you had ever gambled before. If I what? If you've ever gambled. Uh, for money, no. Hmm. Well, I play lotto, but. That counts. That's, that, that's gambling. Count? Yeah. Okay. Gambling. Yeah. I mean, how much do the tickets cost? Um, thirty-five bucks for a month. Yeah, it's it's gambling. Yeah, it's a gamble. Gambleholics. How I, much um, do you win? You can have Did like you win a something? Uh, good? Um, the the lowest possible jackpot is I think sixteen million euros. Whoa. Hey, oh, yeah, but Gumba. did you win more than you lost? No. Gumba, I usually don't. If you win that, can you give me some of the money? <laughs> Thank you. Mm, maybe. <laughs> Thank you in advance. Um, I, I went to I Las Vegas once. The most on Homestuck memorabilia, but memorabilia. Oh, oh memorabilia. how well that word? Memo Too many letters. Buy me a, um, a solid gold toilet seat. <laughs> uh, send, it, send it down this way. So The shipping on that would be horrendous. I, it's guys, so, so heavy. I wanted to tell Focus. you about my gambling experience. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, okay. Sorry, it's not actually an interesting story. <laughs> I've been to Vegas. Yeah, I've been to Vegas, too. I, I did didn't do any see gambling because I was a... like, just... why can't you just let me tell my story? All right, you know what? Let's go back to the episode. Let's go back to the episode. I, I was just going to tell, mean... tell you that I saw a, um, a very heavy set Elvis impersonator. <laughs> well, that's, that's a good story. Big E. That's his name, Big E. 600 pounds. Wow, oh, okay. That, that is quite, quite heavy set. Yeah, he had a special chair. Yeah, he he was good singer. Cool. Sounded very much like Elvis. Hmm. Kind of a deep. I, I saw what's Elvis for um uh for sex workers when I was in Las Vegas. Sorry, what? How did that start? 
when I was in Las Vegas, I yes. saw lots of advertisements for sex workers. Oh, yeah. Um, people walk around with cards. Yeah. And they, like, slap them and, um, and hand them out. And um, mm. I got in trouble because uh, somebody somebody was doing that and handed me a bunch of these cards and I and I thanked them mm-hmm. and um, and Carrie got upset with me <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is that I didn't yeah. I didn't know it was happening I didn't know what they were and she, she wasn't she really upset take with a me card too. yeah I mean I thought like, it could be like a fun for everyone fun thing for both of us I mean, you know there are male prostitutes yeah. right it wouldn't even have to be. We could just swing, you know? I mean, it's like, it's, it's, this is the 90s. Get, get used to it. Oh. It is the 90s. 90s. <laughs> That's right, what let's, it is let's get back to the alpha, uh, alpha sode, alpha <laughs> sode. A, a Terrible interruption. Um, so Dorothy talks about... So Kate's really surprised to hear that Dorothy gambles on horse races, which she apparently has done her whole life. But Willie yep. knew all about it somehow. Are they having an affair? Um, yes. Horse? With a fish. Don't, don't they not get along? It seems... No. I actually think they get along fine. But w- wasn't the issue that uh, they weren't... Like, Willie wasn't really getting along with Dorothy when she moved in? Well, I mean, but she was there for the a very long time. The story was about... Well, I, I think yeah. it was just that things were, it was wearing thin after many, many weeks. Ultimately, I do, I do think that they have a pretty good relationship. Uh-huh. Katya, do you agree with me? <laughs> I don't think it went that far. It's more a live and let live as long you don't have to live together situation. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, but they are having an affair because somehow... Willie knows her intimate secrets, right? I think it's more about, like, Kate never paid attention to her own mother. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone knows, except mm-hmm. for Kate. Katya, did you, you think... draw any you think... Kates from this episode? Not yet, but I've been drawing lots of them. Maybe you uh, have one that the last could... Weeks look like that it came from this episode all right might also be you know because children don't really want to see the faults of their parents yeah um, that's nice it's true I, I can only see the faults of my parents so <laughs> <laughs> just see it's, it's not it's not bipedal humanoids it's just a big fault yeah walking into the room like the um, in terms of, Sorry. Uh, in terms of costume, uh, I, I didn't really notice anything that Kate was wearing this episode, but I did notice one of the things that Willie was wearing mm-hmm. a bit later during the sale. It was like this shirt, which I kind of couldn't tell whether it was a shirt or a sweater. Ooh. The green one. Yeah, and it had that, that like button-up nice. thing. And check that I think out. It was a sweater. Oh yeah. That's a sweater. Well, it was the V-neck sweater, and he was wearing a shirt underneath it. But then, no, it's just the one thing. Oh yeah, I was gonna say. 
Yeah, I thought it was a sweater with a shit underneath. But I was wrong. It's just clever, um, uh, clever wardrobe design. I don't think it's a sweater. But it's kind of thick, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know. What kind of I... fabric is it? I love the fabric discussion. <laughs> well, Katya, why don't, why don't you tell us what kind of fabric you think it is? All right. Um, I don't, it doesn't look like it's a 100% cotton thing. Is it a jersey? Like my base. Um, yeah, is it polyester in it. <laughs> so it's, a, it's a, a cotton poly blend. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Hopefully, it looks like, at least that. It looks like Kate is wearing some kind of um, medallion. Or medallion. Like a bola tie. Yeah, maybe. What is that? I just saw her for like Magic. two seconds in that shot. Is it a locket? A magic item. Jimmy the fish um, is wearing a really beautiful it's... shirt. It's the it's the talisman that prevents her from having to uh, give up anything that she feels attachment to. <laughs> She's a witch. Yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy, have um, we, have Jimmy the fish. Where, where Alf puts an uh, ex, uh, ex, uh, a special a special mark up to cover for his depth. No, that's the oh. third act. Let's uh, continue like in a linear fashion. Yeah. Let's try. So, um, let's see. So, Dorothy wins her bet. She explains. $300. Yeah, she won 300 bucks. Uh, I think that's probably about $650, roughly, in today's money. Mm-hmm. So, that's almost $1,000, really. It's a PlayStation. <laughs> get yourself a PlayStation. She could get a PlayStation with that money. Mm. If only it had been invented. <laughs> so, could you get a Sinclair ZX81 for that money? Just, just imagine, just imagine the, 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 the forced, the attempt of, of, of trying to be concurrent by, by smushing a, a, a video game console in there too. Hmm. I'm not. Not sure what 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 that. Why, what, why would you is, need to smush that? it? What are, what are, what are we talking about here? So, um, <laughs> Alf is concerned what is that, with. What's Alf that is concerned. What, what, what's that kind of noise <laughs> you made? Uh, oh, I'm no, just no, trying no, trying no, to no, no. trying to get back onto the on track here. So Alf wants to save the Tanners from their financial troubles, which. They aren't really in, and he learns about horse, horse gambling. Is that what it's called? Horse gambling. Yeah, that's what they traditionally refer to it as: the horse risk. Uh, horse risk. Uh, stakes. Horse yeah. risk stakes. I'd like to eat a horse steak. <laughs> Would you? No. Have you ever tried horse meat? No. I'm not a vegetarian, but I'm not that happy about eating animals. So I'm at the point where I'm sort of like out of habit still eating the ones I already am familiar with. 
but I'm mm -hmm. not interested in needing new ones. Not needing any new ones. Yeah. I, 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 hate, to... I hate to break this to you, Baron, but chances are you're probably a horse in the course of your <laughs> life. Maybe I mean, it doesn't... Yeah. Well, actually, it's, that's it's the reason that because I mentioned it, because we had this States. little uh, scandal yeah. about yeah. like horse meat in the lasagna. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, no, no, right. I mean, I mean you know, uh, uh, it might have been mixed into... Uh, yeah, into, into something that wasn't supposed to contain horse meat. Yep, I think that's more likely in Europe, though. I just, I feel like it's it's like people never eat horse in the U.S. Horse in the U.S. So, I mean, maybe a little bit of horse. Well, but... uh, well, actually, that's the reason because I mentioned it because we had this little uh, scandal about horse meat in the lasagna, mm -hmm. <laughs> and. Uh... <laughs> That's why I brought it up. Yeah. Wait, can you can you just say that again? Horse meat in a lasagna. I think the first one was fine. <laughs> we got got it on got the first it. take. <laughs> okay, so um, the okay, so Alf learns about horse betting. Um. Uh, Dorothy tells him sort of how to do it, I guess. So this is this is actually pretty clever, I thought, because like Dorothy doesn't actually give Alf uh, Jimmy the fish's information, right? Mm -hmm. But she he does. Gives, but she gives him his last name. Exactly. Which in the eighties was enough, because he's in the phone book, probably. It wouldn't work today. You could uh, just Google Google the fish. Yeah, yeah Jimmy like the Facebook fish. Facebook him. Bookie services. Facebook search. Yeah. Mm. What What do you think the chances are that uh, Jimmy the fish would have murdered Willie? <laughs> <laughs> Um, what are the chances well, that anyone would murder Willy? Pretty high. Well, 100%. maybe not outright murder. Well, not at first, at least. Probably breaking breaking a finger or something, <laughs> you know, as a warning. Yeah. Cause him to lose the will to live so that he murders himself. <laughs> I uh, think Alf is already working on that. Yeah. <laughs> I think that if pretty he hasn't already lost the will to live, then it's not going to happen. I wouldn't say he's successful at it. I mean, the series had won four, four seasons, three, four seasons. Yeah. So, um, time. so Alf uh, calls Jimmy the Fish and mentions Dorothy, and apparently Dorothy's known as Big Red in the gambling community. And so the interesting thing about this sequence is he he says that he's a friend of Dorothy, but it's not a joke. Um, what do you I was expecting there to be a joke. Like, why would he why would he say I'm a friend of Dorothy if if they're not gonna? Because that's like a cliche. I'm a friend of oh, <laughs> well, yeah, it's just like I, distracting. I mean, maybe. So I just I don't I think that maybe isn't um, a well-known enough euphemism. 
Perhaps not. Maybe you could explain it because I feel like not everybody would get it. Well, so see, uh, uh, Dorothy was in that their movie, The Wizard of Oz, right? Right. Full of full of bright colors and uh, mm-hmm. and rainbows. That film, just right. like homosexuals. Right. So a friend of oh. Dorothy. And was one of those. The cowardly lion was gay. That's right. Yeah. He was, he was on record. He was the first out lion <laughs> in working in Hollywood. It's okay if he was. I mean, no judgment here, right, guys? And the Tin Man was a wasn't he allergic to tin dust? The first, the first Tin Man was. That's right, and mm. they they buried him under the house. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> along with uh, fourteen of the Munchkins. Mm-hmm. There's a uh, legend about uh, somebody lost me there. that the Munchkin um, hanged himself. Is yeah. that true? No. Is that one true? No. It is? It's not Can true. Can you see him in the shot? It's no. not true. No, it's a bird. Oh. It's like, it's a That's indistinct a shame that shape. That's a Which, if you actually look at it, it's it's like a, um, a crane. Some exotic bird they brought in for some reason. Yeah. Just kind of strange in and of itself. <laughs> I know we have to pay for that. Thanks. <laughs> um. So, Alf makes a plan to make eleven thousand dollars with betting. Um. Katya, what happened next? <laughs> Um, so he start, he he calls up um, the fish, mm-hmm. okay, and starts placing bets. Yep. And apparently gets pretty good at it. Yeah, and... has a good run. Yeah, he only loses and... once. And we have a fun little montage with mm-hmm. fun music in the background that shows us how fun and exciting and and just good gambling is. Yeah. Kids, gambling is great. And there's a lot of um, horse betting jargon flying around, like mm-hmm. the to the extent where the writer probably was really into horse gambling. Had a gamb- like, yeah, you you could only have written that if you either consulted someone with a gambling problem or you yourself had a gambling problem. Yeah. There's a. I wouldn't here- be surprised. Have any of you ever read any uh, Charles Bukowski? Um, no. This is no. like uh, kind of like author poet, kind of a, kind of a slime bag, but he's really he's really popular. But um, I tried reading some of his stuff, you know, like ten years ago or something when I was when I still read mm-hmm. things, and um, it's just an enormous amount of um just really inside baseball information about like putting bets on dog races uh-huh to the point where i just don't know why people um like him so much anyway this is this is not a good point of conversation if no, nobody here has actually read any of it so let's, let's move on from there um so elf makes a big arithmetic mistake 
he um, thinks that at six to one odds with his fifty dollar bet, he should be getting three million dollars. Mm-hmm. That was like his first bet, though. But first ever. That's true. So did he do the arithmetic wrong, or he just did not understand what the words meant? Maybe um, they work in like base sixteen on Melmac or something. Yeah, maybe. That's the explanation. Okay. Yep. Let's not dwell on it. Very good. Um, Willie has a hockey stick and, again, the Nina that he doesn't yep. want to sell. He's the hiding Nina. it. Um, I think the um, garage sale has started at this point, right? No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I jumped ahead. So so we have at the end of the montage Alf sort of beckons Willie over to watch the last race where this is going to be the money they need for the balloon payment and Alf's horse falls and presumably is shot, right? That's what they do. Yep, they fall over and shoot him right there on the track. <laughs> they don't even wait to see it's if they can get up. It's fair. <laughs> If your horse falls, they they aim. They have a sniper mm-hmm. in the stands. <laughs> he, he's he's chomping on a cigar, holding his a, his yeah. sniper rifle. Got some betting slips in his pocket. Uh, maybe I should make this guy as one of my me um, partners. Sniper <laughs> dude. I'm I'm Mobo was the first sidekick yeah. that came to visit me, and. Like, there's just really nowhere you can go from there. It's just like, I, like I tried to make a guy, but he's he's not funny like Mobo. <laughs> no, no, Mobo's unique. Well, has Prince Boy I not visited you? Easy way out. I mean, Prince Boy is fine. I like his his little comments about like you know like uh, uh, poor people and 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 things. Mm-hmm. But Mobo, but he's not, all he's not from an Mobo. adorable dwarf jester who loves onions. <laughs> Just uh, for the audience, this is about me, Thomas. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I... No, you can have like weird characters. As but... soon as this update for me, was announced, I was like, "Wow, I can make I can make an army of idiotic slaves for my me. That's what I'm gonna do." <laughs> and Mobo is the you first. Mean, you mean a bit like? You mean a bit like this podcast? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. like that. Cutting out the middleman. Have I showed you guys um, Lounge Lizard Larry yet? No. He's great. I love he's, him. He's based on um, Leisure Suit Larry. Leisure Suit Larry. Yeah, I'll I'll send Where him. Uh, I'll send him to your houses. Oh good. <laughs> oh god. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, and it. Katya, it, don't let him in. He was. I lot... already did. I think I oh, said. Oh, you poor thing! My message to Katya was, "I'm sorry that you have to be alone with Lounge Lizard Larry." <laughs> An apology That's that okay. falls flat since you since you sent him there in the first it's place. Like a, it's, a, it's like a classic paradox, right? Right. My <laughs> nose will grow when I say the. Yeah. Exactly. Except in Larry's case, he's probably talking about a different body part. Yeah. 
Except for, oh, if we recall, um, oh. and Gumba vividly remembers what Leisure Suit Larry's penis looks like. Um, it's not yeah. huge. And he presumably lies a lot. It's not huge, but it's noticeable. To get ladies into bed, into the sack, right? Like, fellas, uh, I don't think Trump's American I, now, okay? Uh, can, I don't can talk think like that this. was the reason. Political correctness is over, guys. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Um, by the way, the Nikki the Fish over. was played by David Leisure. Uh-huh. I looked him up on IMDb. Yeah. And his latest role is a person named Byron. Whoa. There we go. So... His career yeah. really uh, turned around then. The plot thickens. Yeah, he yeah. was yeah. in Empty Nest. Um, I think he was in The Golden Girls a bunch. And Empty Nest was a spinoff from The Golden Girls, so that makes sense. Uh, he was in Power Rangers Wild Force. That's interesting. <laughs> that sounds like it would be about dinosaurs. Is it about dinosaurs? Usually. Hmm. Oh, it looks like he's actually in two episodes of Elf. And he plays okay. a different character. Huh. So I guess he just probably like doesn't do the accent and the whole like kind of Italian American routine. Yeah. And voila, different guy. He's also in the T V series Sledgehammer. Married with children. Oh, dinosaurs? You guys seen dinosaurs? I've seen the film uh, dinosaurs. Is, is that is that the 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 one with the puppets? Mm-hmm. Not the mommy. Where the baby dinosaur says not yeah. the mama? Mm-hmm. Sounds like you have seen it. Congratulations. Yeah. Okay, let's get back to this. Uh so what the fuck? <sighs> So, Elf, uh, Elf loses his last bet, right? Yeah. And he owes... Just as, uh, just as the garage uh, sale starts, basically. Yeah. And he loses... He's down $6,000. Oops. Which is around 13000 in 2016 money. How How can you... How can you do? How can you get that far down if you only lose one bet? It doesn't really. So it like, like that. Um, this was going to be because you bet everything. Yeah, but if yeah, you bet everything, so, you end up with nothing. I mean, uh, yeah, be zero. As I understood it, he didn't bet with his own money. Well, he, he like... had money from the rebate coupons. Yeah, I forgot to so that mention was what he started with. That isn't it. With rebate coupons, don't you have to buy the thing first? I have no idea. I, I don't even know what. Like, do we even still have those? I don't. I don't think so. I don't know. Extreme couponing is a thing, but it's yeah like a mystical art to me like it's alchemy i don't know how people do it maybe he bet against someone i think that he must have bet 
more than he had at some point to try to yeah finish the deal must have committed the vile sin of deception yeah so um, he owes naked fish six thousand dollars by the way i forgot to mention this episode has like really stupid music playing throughout it's like uh old timey like saloon music or something throughout the whole episode yeah it's really annoying gee i you didn't even notice didn't notice in the whole episode. no i didn't even notice there was music maybe it was just in my version guys is it possible <laughs> maybe it had like a different tab open or something maybe um nick the fish has a cold do you think that's because the actor had a cold yeah, I was wondering about that. There didn't seem to be much point to it. Like, he's kind of doing it very theatrically. It's, like, not very convincing. But I don't know why he's sneezing into this tissue the whole time. There's no reason for him to be doing it. I think it must be that he had a cold. It was really apparent, so he had to incorporate it into his character, and then that's how you act like you have a cold. I mean, fair enough, but it just didn't seem, like, real to me. Well, it's it's sort of like... Um... Or maybe... Maybe it was uh, subtle, subtle but not so subtle uh, allusion to uh, cocaine. Oh, <laughs> maybe. Hmm. Also, he very—I have it um, paused when he comes to the door. He very um, deliberately shakes Willie's hand. Hand. So he probably gave him the cold. Hmm. Like I'm, I'm seeing the smoking gun right here. I can see. I'm gonna actually. Fishy. Yeah, he's. That's not good. He's touching him. Uh, so. Larry, wait, <laughs> his name's not Larry. <laughs> kind of looks like him. Well, his name's Leisure. He's leisurely. <laughs> Leisure, Larry. David Leisure Larry Suit Fish David Fish That's his name We got it Nailed it Congrats Um He comes to collect Six grand Um He calls Willie Alf Can't Willie just say like I'm not Alf Look Here's my driver's license And Willie The I mean like Bookie's probably heard That trick before Alf isn't here man Somebody was using my name Uh, so Nick the fish breaks a, a, a vase or is it a vase it's 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 uh, whichever one makes you happy I've never been comfortable with that word I just don't know which how to pronounce it vessel vase. it's a vessel an urn flower urn flower? It's, it's an flower urn vessel they also that they murdered <laughs> He also subtract the cost of the vase from money owed. I don't think so. It was probably in the negatives. Tax deductible. Yeah. It's not a very good vase. So he breaks a vase and leaves. Um. So 
in order to try to get this money, basically Alf sabotages the garage sale by marking everything up. It seems like he got greedy though, because like everything's like a thousand dollars or more. But he only needs six thousand dollars, so like if they sold everything, they would have been way over. And if you really but... thought people were gonna buy this shit for that much money. Mm-hmm. Maybe he at one point he was still he, he was still at that point thinking that he needs six thousand for himself, but also eleven. Oh, that's right. Thousand yeah. for yeah. the tanners. Not very smart. That's a lot of money. Not very smart. No, but it's all. So there was a um, classic '80s um, sort of Ronald Reagan esque joke. Where uh, a mil- like a general is at the garage sale, and he's like, "Do you have any more of these eight hundred dollars screwdrivers?" Did you guys get that joke? No. Um. Uh. I was. Did he seriously intend to buy the screwdrivers, or is that not the joke? The joke is that there was a controversy in. The '80s, where like was he... this? Um, was this tail thing? Tail flip? No, that was about sexual harassment, wasn't it? No, it was just like somebody itemized a Pentagon budget and figured out that like if you actually drill down, you know, they're they're allocating enormous amounts of money for like oh, each individual screwdriver on this list would be eight hundred dollars based on the math they're doing here. Oh, it's that is quite a context-specific little joke. It was, I mean, it was a big, big meme in the '80s, and it was very like government waste. Um, It was, it was like really, really hard, hard hardwired into the uh, the sort of like the um, you know the Reagan Republican kind of Barry Goldwater kind of you know that stuff. Yeah, we're back to joking about finances and money. Yeah. I think it's a more or less apocryphal um, story where there was a a lot of money being spent, but it was really more of um, an accounting trick than it was that they were actually spending $800 on a screwdriver. But anyway, (laughs) maybe somebody um, in the audience that knows more about this could, could call in next time. Audience, <laughs> the audience. You, you know who the audience will be. It'll be me uh, when this goes up, and I listen to it when I'm actually awake, which is not yeah. right now. You're awake. You're fine. Uh, I can hear am you. Am I? Prove it. Um, you're fine. You're fine. You sound okay. good. Okay. Um. Okay, so uh, when are we? We're in the home um, stretch so here. Are we? Are we in the in the garage sale scene yet? Yeah, yeah, we're we're deep what in there. I'm, what I'm wondering is this the first time that we've seen the front yard set? Yes, I think. I guess so. Yeah, I think we've been uh, trapped trapped in the house this whole time. We've been stuck in in the home. We've seen the backyard. You mean like home yes. stuck? Uh, <laughs> oh, that's my uh, my brother wrote that. You have a brother. No. I mean, I, oh. yeah, of course, too. 
I love him very much. I have a brother. But is he famous? Oh, he might be. Oh, what does he do? He plays Counter-Strike. Um, if you're in the Canberra Counter-Strike scene, you you may well have heard of him. Oh. Well, I'm not. No. <laughs> so... Well, I, I wouldn't you know. know. I'm, not, I'm not so big into video games. I've never played oh, a video no. game. Yeah. No, me either. Gumba and I tried to record a video game streaming program last night yes but... it was quite hilarious but not for the intended reasons yeah it didn't really work because i i spent like did you get a, the content i spent a couple hours like rigging up this this elaborate system of like i need to stream the game into this one platform and then record mm -hmm. that and, and call gumba on skype and then separately stream it to him through skype because there was a huge delay on the other thing and then you know we finally got it working and then the game just kept crashing every time <laughs> so, so i just had to give up but uh, nice i think we had we actually managed to do the intro exactly the same way for three times yeah three times <laughs> maybe i'll just um you guys are pros maybe i'll just release those three outtakes that can be like the whole legacy of that program. Because <laughs> I have those videos. I have those. Those are, those are on my computer. Anyway, I'd like to see that. Maybe I'll just send them just to you. <laughs> uh, right, so, what do you guys think of the stuff at the garage sale? The stuff. I would, um, I've I... never been at a garage sale. I would like really? to be. Do they have garages in in Russia? They do, but they're not the same kind of garages. They're usually for cars, and like that's, that's car absurd. related you put stuff. A car in a garage. I feel like the whole yeah. Russian economy is sort of like one big garage sale, isn't it? No. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, that was offensive. <laughs> um, was. Uh, I I think this is wrong, but was there a toboggan behind, like a blue toboggan being sold? Behind the I'll heads? check it out. I've got the I've got the tape. It just kind of was reminiscent to me of uh, a toboggan that uh, some neighbours of mine had in the states. But uh, then looking closer at it, it looks like it wouldn't actually slide. So I don't know what it was. Actually, maybe it was um... like a tricycle. There's my um, my my in-laws have some some old old-fashioned sleds in their basement that they're gonna give us. Nice. I'm gonna like try so to that you can into... slide further away from them. No, I'm just gonna um, make them into some kind of art object. I can't find the garage sale. Oh, here it is. Okay, toboggan. There's some cool art. Yeah. I remember that. There's a yellow bicycle. There's a lamp. There is... I don't see any toboggan. Looks like there's... I don't know. An old vacuum cleaner. So oh, a lot yeah, of this stuff like, is like garbage. They really should be getting rid of it. 
Mm. Kate is right. Yeah, what do you see? This is the thing with a garbage uh, with a garage sale, you want to get rid of like the real crap, mm-hmm. but that's not what people are going to buy. People yeah. are going to buy like the good stuff that you were reluctant to include. I had a I had a garage sale once when I was a kid. <laughs> it was actually a pretty big success. Like we had a bunch of like actually pretty good VHS tapes that we sold. Um yeah. I remember we made like a couple hundred bucks. It's good. Nice. I forget I, what we else had we sold. Garage sales. Did you make any money? I never saw any. Well, I never saw a cut of the profits. I don't remember if I actually got any got to keep any of the money. So some of your stuff was sold, but you didn't get the money for it. I, I probably did get to keep the money for it. Did you have a VHS tape of the the Doctor Frankenstein's Castle of Monsters? No, that would be worth a lot of money. <laughs> like. Package that with something. an $800 screwdriver and that'll pay for your house. <laughs> there does appear to be some kind of blue sled in this scene. Yeah. Not a toboggan. Toboggans, toboggans don't have the, uh, the, the runners on the bottom. Oh. Yeah. Well, there you go. Okay, so I think we're in the home stretch here. Why don't we when we uh, wrap this up? So the turns out the prices are all wrong, too high, and nobody's yeah. buying anything. A woman complains about a thousand dollar lamp. A man complains about a twenty five hundred dollar crock pot. Yeah, um, like fuck you. This is just real good crock pots and lamps. Yeah. Well, it was it was, it was actually pretty funny because. The woman says, oh, I'll give you $5 for it. And Kate's like, you expect me to come down from $2,500? <laughs> it's a good Kate. Good Kate moment. She lacks sentimentality. She, no, she, she's like she's a shrewd businesswoman, you know. Even though the uh, price was fake, she was still her... Yeah. You know, she's she's kind of like a Trump figure, you know, a real good negotiator. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got the Joe Biden Anthony Weiner reaction. It's the art of the deal. You know what I mean? Mm. The art yeah. Of the... the art of the garage sale. Yeah. Katya, you must be pretty happy that Trump won because like, you, pretty much you hacked the election. Yeah, pretty much you guys put him into office. Yeah, that was my my, my job, basically. <laughs> Single handedly. <laughs> Just hacked the results. Um, like... it worked. Yeah, it worked. Pretty Congratulations. Good. What now? Thank what's you. the what's the next step in the plan? Well, Koch is the person to ask because she's calling the shots now. Yep. <laughs> Wouldn't want to open all the cards right now. That's true. All right. Yeah, that's, don't put that's everything a point on the table, yeah. that Trump made a lot during the the campaign that you don't want to reveal too many of your military plans because it gives them away to the enemy. Yeah, no. Not because you don't have them. Yeah, it's the bonus side effect of, uh, you know, you can't be blamed for Mm -hmm. them. Yeah. Um, So it turns out Alf jacked up all the prices. Mm. Um, 
everybody's panicking. But then at the last minute, a guy comes to the door. Mm-hmm. And he is really interested in buying the spaceship. And Set designer X Machina. Yeah. This is a real, very convenient. Um, and it turns out, for the sake of continuity, they even gave themselves an out here where he he settled on renting it for six thousand dollars <laughs> for two yeah. weeks. It's, I mean, it's, it's insane. Like, well, production budgets are you know they've they've got money to throw around. I guess. Actually, Although, um, like you'd think they would just make their own. Well, I guess a real spaceship maybe looks better than a fake one. But see, if I were the set designer and I saw a real good spaceship in these people's backyard, I would think, um, well, what's the deal? Why have they got this? Oh, it's probably from another movie. Right. So I, I don't want this thing from another movie being in my movie. I think. Oh, you have no idea. <laughs> Well, yeah, like I, I know that people reuse things and stuff. By the way, puts it very uh, softly. I know a sci-fi movie that uh, that reused, you know, sh- uh, shots from uh, from uh, Battlestar Galactica, the original one. Mm-hmm. And uh, Are you talking about Turkish only stars? thing they did, only thing they did to uh, mask. Mm-hmm. In parenthesis, in uh, you know quotation, I mean, um, is they uh, played it backwards. <laughs> so the spaceship flew back, black backwards in uh, the scenes. Hmm. So I mean, you know, do you guys no, no no wind resistance? Do you guys remember what the movie was the guy was making? Um, it had a really lame name, didn't it? Jupiter Guys. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if, is it like Capricorn One? That that kind of. I don't know what, that what is. it sounded like to me. I don't know what that is. Sounds like the a band name. Where they um fake a Mars landing. Uh. I don't know. Yeah, oh, but the the hook is it blows up on launch and so then all these astronauts are still alive and the government goes well what are we gonna do about well we gotta kill them <laughs> and and OJ is one of the astronauts I think is um Jean-Claude Van Damme involved I don't believe so he but, should have been one uh, of the astronauts that would have been good so um the guy writes a check and Willie has it make it has him make it out to Nick the Fish um, oh, sorry, just Nick Nick uh, Fitz or whatever Mitch. his name is, Mince, and Mitch the guy's Robles. like, "Oh, Nick the Fish," because uh, mm-hmm. I guess he's pretty well known. Um, and then a very sad last scene. Um, Willie and Alf are both going through the garbage. Willie's looking for his Nina, and mm-hmm. Alf is looking for more rebate coupons. So. This is the worst part of the episode for me because, like, everybody knew Wheelie didn't want to sell his Nina. Then they tried to sell it anyway, and even though they couldn't sell it, they threw it away. <laughs> that is brutal. It's just a ball. I really, really hated it. I mean, well, he... you can understand why, right? It's, it's a metaphor. 
for his his like because the the Nina represents the the you know white male hegemony you know crystallized mm-hmm. in the form of the the vessel that carried Christopher Columbus and his you know colonialist ways to the new world yeah uh so so you know kate uh represents the you know liberal consensus of uh the the, the late 20th century you know so it's, re- so repudiating it's, this so it's this, almost like know, she symbolically was throwing away his balls <laughs> yes <laughs> okay cool yep. that was the end of the episode mm-hmm. also he adamantly denied that it was the mayflower right no yeah i don't know why i added that that didn't really add anything to this this is the nina not the mayflower he said it like four times you would think that the nina would pretty much just look like the the other two ships the pinta and the The santa maria and the santa maria which it translates to saint mary that's right Old St. Marie. Any closing thoughts? Gumba. Quickly. (laughs) Quickly. Uh, Yeah. I liked it. Yeah, I liked it too. It was a good one. You're so silent. I am? Yeah. Can you hear me now? Yeah, it's better now. Okay. James? Did you come closer? Yes. I do have some closing thoughts. Okay. Um, I noticed Alf doing something in this episode that I hadn't noticed before. I'm wondering if it's a if it's a new thing that he does in this episode. He grabs people's clothes a lot. I noticed him do it once with... Um, he does Dorothy. it more than once. He does it to... Dorothy, he does it to Willie, and I think he might even do it to Kate at one point. Huh. So he's and just getting a little grabby. Like, yeah, it seemed very like aggressive, and I don't know why they had him do that. Like maybe they just figured out they could get the puppet to do that. Yeah, it's a new trick. So he was maybe crossing some boundaries he shouldn't have, but um... yeah. Yeah. And I I wonder if that becomes a recurring thing, or or even if it's the the first time that we've seen it. We'll see. A lot of groping hmm. too. Katya. But you know, when when you're famous, they let you do it. Oh, they like they they like it. Yeah. Don't Just ask. Go for. Go for it. <laughs> uh, Katya, any closing thoughts on this the gambler? Uh, it was a cool episode. I like the fish, I have to say. Yeah, he's good. Right. Maybe we should yeah. do um, an Empty Nest podcast. Because he's a, a fixture on that that show. Mm. I, would like to not, I would like to not do a Married with Children podcast. No, no, no need for that. Good. Yeah, the fish was good. Um, well cast. Also, lots of very colorful clothes yeah. in this episode. Dorothy which is also great. wore like a uh, baby blue house dress to the... Mm-hmm. Um, which is appropriate because she's in the house. 
you know, kind of looks like um, the blueberry bubblicious that I used to chew when I was a child. No, no comments on that. Nobody can relate to that. What is that? Uh, I, it was always pink, the bubble gum that I ate. But I mean, there was different flavors. Like the bubble gum was pink, but then there was like strawberry that was pink too. But there was a blueberry one. I've just, never had blueberry bubble gum. In fact, I've never had blueberry gum of any sort. I don't. It think. was weird, and I think I had it when I was like six. So it would have been in uh, 1987. When this episode aired. Hmm. Uh-huh. Any other thoughts, Katya? Um, I thought it, it was kind of weird how they ended the episode on just two of the male characters just, like, looking through the trash. Oh. Oh, I, I, I wish. It would have been weird. <laughs> Unnatural, uh, even. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a weird note, I guess. Yeah, it was it was odd. But still, sad. it felt like there was uh, more effort put in this episode than they it's usual. The, it's the comeuppance for for the two characters because both of those characters like committed sins during this episode, Did and they? we needed to you know see retribution. Yeah, Willie. Yeah, Willie committed the sin of um, greed. Yeah, like greed or like sloth materialism materialism lust for lust. yeah uh, dorothy <laughs> <laughs> so he was being punished for you know like holding on to his trivial things and Alpha, for... of course being punished for you know for uh gambling being himself speaking What's of the... lust there was there was a scene that was cut out of the episode yeah. that i watched but it was before Alf called Jimmy the Fish, he intimated that Kate and Willie were having sex in the bathroom. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Presumably, like, a, some kind of water sports, right? <laughs> I mean, why else would you be? <laughs> I mean, if they both want to. Yeah. yeah. Consenting adults. I mean, okay. But people oh, sorry, like us sorry, go ahead, are the last people that should be the that should be judgmental of other people's right, uh, right. Thanks. Okay, guys. Well, this is already. Uh, let's see how far in are we? Uh, an hour and a half. So Jesus. Okay, we should probably call it here. Have have fun. <laughs> we should talk for another hour if you like. Yeah, okay, let's start over again. Um, right. So the first scene is what happens? Oh, oh. Kate is putting Willie's Nina into a box because the Tanners are having a garage sale. Elf? What? That's correct is confused about a balloon payment. All right, let's, let's stop. Is, let's stop is this. this like a, like a, some hypnosis technique? <laughs> Sounds like the audio description. Uh, there's one thing. ASMR. Oh, yeah. ASMR. There's like, one thing yeah. I want to ask. Okay. 
that balloon thing is yeah. that a metaphor or a literal balloon you know what you can do you can listen to the first half of this podcast <laughs> that you missed and then you'll learn all about it so we did discuss stay tuned educational. stay tuned okay guys uh, well thanks for joining I guess this, I has been, this has been a, this has been a hoot and half and I have enjoyed my time with you oh, today the next what episode happens? of ALF oh shit I had the list somewhere episode does anybody know uh, I'll know if I can just keep vamping Elf episode season one. The next episode is Weird Science. There we go. That sounds cool. Nice. Um, so be sure to tune in for that whenever that happens, and um, you know, keep keep an eye on Twitter, I guess. All right, well, thanks, guys. It's been fun. We'll uh, catch you guys next time. All right. Bye. 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 Bye.